Welcome back to Allen Voices. I'm Erin McCann, Director of Digital Media and Marketing. In Allen ISD, we have a responsibility to provide an exceptional education for all of our nearly 22,000 students. That experience comes down to the outstanding educators and staff members that we have in Allen. We know that teachers have choices in where they work, and the Human Resources and Strategic Initiatives Department continuously works to cultivate a positive recruitment experience as we seek to bring talented staff into our district. Director of Human Resources, Alana Chisholm, joined us to talk about the Allen ISD employee profile, upcoming job openings, and how an applicant can join Allen ISD. So my name is Alana Chisholm. I'm the Director of Human Resources here in Allen ISD. Um, my job for the district, uh, main roles and responsibilities are to recruit and retain highly qualified staff. So our department oversees um, under the recruitment piece, um, we're talking about onboarding, hiring, um, everything start to finish when we get a new employee, um, goes through our office and then um, you know, also with the retention of staff, we're looking at the various avenues of leave, benefits, um, and ensuring that their needs are taken care of. You're but yeah, so overseeing our office, it substitutes benefits, onboarding. Um, also, we support um, teacher certification, ensuring all our teachers have what they need to continue on with their um, um, roles in the classroom, um, and then also student observers, student teachers is, uh, falls under us. So we have a lot of different things just as far as employee services go um, within our department. Well, and you do, you have so many different pieces of our district that sit in your department. And the first, very first two mm -hmm. things that you said are recruitment and retention. Mm -hmm. If we think back to a normal year, which now feels mm -hmm. like it was so long ago, that was always an incredibly important job. And now, even more because we're seeing such national teacher shortages. Can you talk a little bit about what our needs are in Allen, kind of our current needs as compared to the past, and then some of the initiatives your department is taking on? Absolutely. So um, some of our current needs, we definitely have always identified areas of critical need um, across the board in our district in the areas of math, science, foreign language, um, also uh, special services, looking for classroom teachers for those areas as well, um, have been of high priority and, and can sometimes be difficult to find. Um, I will say across the board, we have had to get creative, um, but I'm proud that you know the staff we currently have in place are highly qualified um, educators that are pouring into our students every day. Um, we are looking um, at getting back out on the road this spring for the first time since I've been in this role um, because when I walked in it was the summer of 2020 mm -hmm. and so at that point in time job fairs weren't necessarily um, available for us and so we've kind of just got creative in our ways of advertisements through our job boards and, and had to rely on those various avenues word of mouth um, and, and things of that nature so it, we are excited to finally get back on campuses um, and be able to recruit uh, those up-and-coming educators to Allen. We also will be hosting some job fairs ourselves um, this spring for our professional employees, as well as um, one in July for more of our auxiliary type positions um, for the district for 22 and 23. So yes, it is, um, we're coming up on a very busy season in uh, human resources. It's hiring season. So are your jobs already available for next school year? So we actually, just yesterday, we're creating those pool postings um, for various positions such as our campus intervention specialists, librarians, counselors, um, elementary and secondary teachers. So yes, those are posted and up um, and we are actively searching for those candidates right now. 
Now, I know when you're looking to bring someone in, there's so many different things that go into the hiring process. And so it can't just be that you have a person who has the right degree and it has to, and the right certification. They have to be a great cultural fit too. So I know your department was working on something that I believe you call the employee profile. Can you tell me a little bit about that? We were charged when we came in last year, um, when I was new to this role, with creating those various employee profiles. The one we identified as first and foremost that we wanted to create was the educator profile. And so we went through a year-long process last year of working with a committee of educators, administrators, um, all across our district for feedback and what we really want to identify as those key look-fors in an educator. And so um, some of them, there there were seven that we identified, but um, we were looking for a collaborator. We mm-hmm. talked about really being able to optimize your resources and, and all the amazing things we have available here in Allen. Um, value-driven was a key point we were looking at. Um, and then, of course, lifelong learner, um, someone that is continually engaging in that professional growth independently as well as um, collaboratively with all the um, stakeholders here, like our learner services team, their teams on campus. Um, so those were some just key points that we were looking for um, in, in an educator. And so I think, you know, the end result is something that is going to be a great tool for us in retra- retaining and attracting uh, future educators, because it really does define what are we looking for. And then you take that and you can create questions and, you know, different scenarios when we're working with those uh, teachers that may be certified. And, and you're right, you want to ensure beyond certification, mm-hmm. what is it that they're going to bring to the table? Because we do have such um, a stellar staff here in Allen that we want to ensure that we're um, when we add that it is gonna be a benefit to them and and to the district and our students. When we're circling back to that employee profile that you were working on, now obviously we don't wanna give away any like secrets, but can you give an example of how you might assess that in a teacher interview or an Mm -hmm. educator interview, a staff interview, just to Mm -hmm. know that like, yes, this person demonstrates the values that we hold dear here in Allen. So in building the educator profile, the main goal when we're, we were looking at those key indicators was to take that and then say, okay, based off of what we're looking for, ensure we're asking the right questions, ensuring that when we sit down with a candidate that we're truly engaging in conversations that are going to tell us if they exhibit these specific traits. And so um, we are working with hiring supervisors throughout this process of turning those profiles around and then looking at, okay, where are our pool of questions? And are we asking intentional questions that will lead us? Because, I mean, all interviews, you only have 30, 45 minutes tops with somebody. So making sure we're making the most of that time, constantly evolving and identifying what questions we're asking. Well, and you said, you know, the reflective piece, which I think Mm -hmm. is really important in all of the work that we do here in Allen Mm -hmm. ISD, is that we're continuously monitoring and evaluating ourselves and Mm -hmm. changing because if we're asking our staff members to be lifelong Mm -hmm. learners, then we also must be lifelong learners. Right. And as we all know, the role of educators has shifted and changed so many times, even over the last couple of years, that when we are really prioritizing and looking for what we find most valuable in our our staff members, um, just sitting back and before we even sit down in an interview, identifying, okay, what are we truly looking for? What are we va- what do we value? And um, just ensuring there's alignment across um, those questions. Tell me, in this in the development of this process, mm-hmm. was a student voice considered? 
Did they were they able yes. to give feedback? Yes, and actually, I'm proud of. Um, they did review a lot of what the um, committee came up with. They also were part of the actual end product that's going to be out um, and, and utilized for our recruitment purposes. Um, but the actual visual came from the STEAM Center and some of the students over there that work within the program. And so we did have some great feedback and just input on on the educator profile as well. Well, that's something that I really love that we do is like when we roll out district initiatives, we don't just want staff input. We also want community member input and we want our students input. And I think that student voice is so important. Well, and you'll get to, I know you're going to visit with Dr. Johnston um, as well. And so something that he implemented over at Allen High School, which I think is such an incredible practice um, that I believe they still continue on at this point in time, is the first um, group that uh, a potential teacher meets with is actually a group of students and so and they get um, you know just an overview of the high school the campus and all that um, that entails and that's done by students and then they do get an opportunity to share what they thought um, through that process so um, definitely looking at student you know first when we are considering any applicant for Allen ISD. I do want to talk a little bit about um, kind of the local competition that we've seen. Like mm -hmm. We know that educator numbers are down. Um, we know that administrator numbers are down. This mm -hmm. is just something that as an industry we're dealing with right now. And Allen has a long history of being a phenomenal school district. Mm -hmm. There are also a lot of other phenomenal school districts. So how do we make ourselves stand out now that the applicant pool is smaller and our openings are, are potentially larger? What are some of the ways that you market our district externally? And then also, if you wouldn't mind touching on the retention piece, since you own that mm -hmm. as well. Yes. So, and I actually would like to start maybe with the retention piece, if that's sure. okay, because um, compared to those around us, um, when you look at the the districts and, and hear the conversation around, you know, educators leaving the profession, we actually have held pretty steady um, as far as our retention and, and are below all those around us um, district-wise as far as our percentage um, of teachers. So we are proud of that because we are able to maintain and keep um, our staff members here in Allen. Um, but it is something that we are constantly looking at and ensuring, you know, whether it's our benefit package, incentives with um, in the community, opportunities for the families um, to just engage in various um, activities like Allen Americans um, and different events. So we're constantly looking at that component of it. We do rely heavy on the culture that Allen has in place and just the reputation um, that we have for many years been known for and so but of course want to ensure that we are um, reviewing compensation market values um, we do have um, are constantly looking at the benefits package that we put out there um, Allen does have a, a strong contribution to ensure that those premiums are um, manageable for the employees and and looking at the package and and kind of it's our cafeteria plan if you will of all the different varieties um, of benefits that are out there, ensuring that we're also looking at things like the employee assistant program that we have in place, which also um, is support for mental health and social emotional health of our employees and their families. So um, different incentives, you know, within the package, just outside of just your typical, maybe medical uh, benefit. And then one thing I think um, 
that has been of great value to our district is the um, Allen ISD Employee Health Clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I do know there may be one other surrounding district recently that put it into place uh, just this January, but other than that, we are one of the only in the area that offers a clinic here in Allen that is just for Allen employees and their families. And so it is a great benefit to our staff. Um, actually, from now to the end of June, um, it is at zero cost to the employee, and usually you can get a same-day appointment for your family. And so that is something, um, the Employee Health Clinic is just a great benefit um, for our staff members to ensure they're getting in, getting seen, what they need um, for them and their families. So um, that is a, a, a strong benefit that we have that is maybe sets us apart from others in the area. Another area that we like to focus on is just professional learning and growth opportunities for our staff members. Allen has um, long, uh, for a long time, been one that has whether it's tuition reimbursement for current employees. Uh, Currently, we're working on a grant and opportunity for um, staff members to earn teacher certification. Also, tuition reimbursement for those that are looking to um, work towards a degree in education, um, part of a Grow Your Own grant through TEA, so we're excited about that. Also, looking into a path, I know you uh, were part of one of the meetings recently for um, the possibility of a national board certification cohort to support teachers that are interested in in gaining their national board certification because we see great value in whatever avenue, whether it's a certification, a master's program, um, earning that bachelor's degree, just providing different avenues and opportunities for current employees um, to find their way in their path and growing in their um, professional, you know, endeavors in education. Well, and I just on a personal note really do find that to be pretty phenomenal because not all districts reinvest in their employees. They're happy to have you, they're glad, you know, they want to make it a good learning environment for the students, but they don't always invest in you as the the adult learner. And that's Mm -hmm. something that I find very unique in Allen. And what a great way to emphasize how badly we want to keep our teachers is we wanna help you become better at the work that you're already doing. That's exactly right. And, and any way we can do that. And I can't stress enough, um, having worked previous places, this is now my eighth year in Allen, um, the opportunities that we have available to our staff members. And I mean, of course, that extends to our students. We always can can go on and on about all the amazing opportunities for our students. But I would also say that for our staff members, we have um, the learner services team that's behind them as far as the specialists and the curriculum and instruction design and the coaches on campus and just the administrative staff that support Um, There really are some great opportunities, whether you're looking to grow in the profession, looking to strengthen your craft um, in education and in the classroom, there's just um, really an endless amount of resource and opportunities available to those staff members. If we have listeners who would like to explore some job opportunities with Allen ISD, is the HR page on our district website the best place to go? Yes, it actually is. So within the Allen ISD website, we do have the Human Resources page. There's also right there on the landing page for Allen ISD um, our employment page. And so that will direct you to the job postings. And we do have um, several open right now, but also, again, like we mentioned, looking into 2223, um, some postings up already as well so we are gearing up for that. Employee recruitment and retention is just one part of what the Human Resources and Strategic Initiative Department covers. Led by Dr. Jason Johnston, the department also focuses on overall strategic visioning for the district and ensures that goals, projects, and initiatives align to our 10-year strategic plan, SOAR 2030. Dr. Johnston shared his thoughts on how Allen ISD ensures that all projects and initiatives align to our district goals, 
and our strategic plan. So we, we certainly still maintain um, all the aspects that go along with HR from benefits and leave to uh, the, the grievance policy, the hiring policies, um, the employee profile that we've put together for, for that process. Uh, but we have um, been able to pick up the initiatives that go along with the district and it's really been beneficial because I think it helps us uh, from an HR standpoint. But some of those uh, would be SOAR 2030 and our strategic vision. Uh, we embarked on that beginning in 2019 and have a document that really does guide a lot of the work that we're trying to accomplish throughout the district. Uh, with that also comes committees like the District Improvement Planning Committee, uh, the District of Innovation Committee, uh, the Inclusion and Diversity Committee. And so uh, that allows us to kind of connect some things together, uh, especially like our employee recognition uh, that works with both of those departments. Let's talk a little bit more about SOAR 2030. We've mentioned that a few times in podcast episodes, but some of our listeners may not have been a part of that. Can you explain sort of what that process was and then why the district needs a plan that is, you know, feasibly a 10-year plan, how we kind of keep coming back to that with our work? Sure. I think every successful organization is constantly looking at the work that they're doing in the here and now, but also uh, making sure they have a plan for what's to come in, in three, five, and ten years. And so it's not uncommon for school systems uh, to, to embark on ten-year strategic plans. Uh, and, and again, in 2019, uh, the district um, held on to some long-time, long-standing uh, foundational items, such as our mission and vision, uh, had recently identified three uh, of goals for the district, the culture of excellence, future-ready skills, and empowered learning. And with, with that in mind, knowing that we were embarking on a new decade, uh, really decided we wanted to put together a new plan. And that's, that's not just a district thing, it's a community thing. And so we invited roughly 200 members of our faculty, our community, whether it's parents, students, business leaders, uh, to join us on that journey and, and set through a months-long process of, of engaging in, in various conversations about what we wanted for our students by the end of the year 2030. Uh, and through that, we were able to develop uh, a document uh, that has uh, not only uh, goals, but strategies and targets, and also some key indicators that help us know the things that we're looking for to help measure the success of what we're trying to accomplish. And so uh, part of uh, my role is to help ensure that as a district, we're making uh, adequate progress uh, on those goals across the entirety of that document, uh, across all three of those goals on a, on a year-to-year -year basis. So as the district starts to create <coughs> new projects or new committees or just new plans for the different things that we want to accomplish. What do we do to ensure that every new initiative ties back to that 2030 strategic plan and that we're kind of constantly revisiting? You know, I think it may be the flip of that question is that we're going to use that document as the driver or the catalyst uh, for anything that we do create. Um, I think that's important for us to recognize is that, that that document's to serve as a guide for where we want to end up. And if we're going to end up in that location, uh, then it's important for us to utilize it to, to move forward. I think the other key is to make sure that we don't continue doing things that we've always done uh, that no longer align with what we're trying to accomplish. And so uh, I think that's the purpose of that document is it's to serve foundationally as as leaders grow and come and go, as teachers come in and new, new employees to our district, it gives us a good starting point for people to kind of look through and say, you know what, this is what Allen ISD is about. This is what it hopes for for its students. Uh, and we all get excited about being a part of that process to, to get us there. Well, I think that's a great segue because we know that we are kind of moving <coughs> into hiring season. We're looking to staff teachers for teachers and staff members for the 22-23 school year. So can you talk to me a little bit about kind of the human capital piece as it aligns to the strategic 
plan. And then also just district vision. We did talk with Atlanta, so we talked sort of about that employee profile piece. But you do a lot of work in your department on retention. I think you've done some video projects that kind of align to SOAR 2030. We have. Um, so from a SOAR 2030 standpoint directly, I mean, from an HR standpoint, we certainly were tasked in there to identify and create employee profiles and then take that a step further and make sure that those profiles were utilized to shape our interview process and then ultimately create a metric to be able to measure the success of the employees that we're hiring over a period of time to ensure that uh, we're, we're getting the value that we're looking for. Uh, from, a, from a recruitment and retention standpoint, you know, our, our job, we're in the people business, the people development business, whether that's our students or whether that's our staff, we're all trying to get better uh, each and every day and be better tomorrow than we were today. Uh, and, and that really comes back to us uh, really being focused on equipping, um, empowering, and encouraging each other. And so our job in HR is to work alongside uh, all the departments across the district uh, to ensure that we can remove any barriers that may be in, way in, in, in their way in terms of hiring who they're looking for, uh, but also working with them to make sure that they're able to, to recruit uh, the type of employee that, that they want to have in place. And so our job is to ensure that our processes are in place, uh, that our processes are current, uh, and that our processes don't impede us from accomplishing the goals that we're trying to trying to get to. When you do have those really just fabulous employees and they're really kind of moving the needle in and out of the classroom, what are some <laughs> of the ways that the HR department seeks to recognize them? Sure, I, I think our employee recognition program is a great way from that, and so we really tried to uh, make sure that as we're recognizing our employee, we're tying it, uh, we're tying it to our district goals, uh, and so each month uh, we have. Uh, an employee recognition initiative uh, where we reach out to our district leaders uh, across all the different areas and encourage them to recognize staff within their campuses, departments uh, that are each and every day accomplishing the goals of culture of excellence, future ready skills, and empowered learning. And so as we do that, uh, they submit uh, their recommendations. We identify uh, those and and anyone that's recognized or nominated by their administrator um, is recognized in some capacity. Uh, we culminate that though with uh, site visits to where uh, Dr. Bullock, Miss um, Knott, other board members are in attendance to help really identify and celebrate those those individuals for the work that they're doing throughout the district. And uh, we put that together from a community standpoint uh, and shoot a small video each month that just highlights a handful of those celebrations. Uh, but, but again, we, we really try to tie what we're doing back to our district goals, uh, which again align with that SOAR 2030 vision. Fantastic. Now, Dr. Johnson, when we're talking about retention of our staff, I know that it's been a real focus for your department to really kind of hone in and continue to cultivate <coughs> culture in, our, in, in Allen ISD. Can you talk about some of the initiatives that you and your team have created to sort of make this an even better place to work? Sure. Um, you know, I would go back with the employee recognition. I think it's important that we make sure that we are intentional about uh, taking the time to recognize and celebrate uh, all the good work that occurs throughout our district. Uh, I think that we're constantly, you know, there's never enough uh, money or enough dollars in education, but we're constantly trying to make sure that we're putting together a total compensation package um, that is uh, competitive with the areas around us and sets Allen apart. Uh, we're blessed to be in a community that has great local partnerships with our businesses uh, that support so many of the different uh, initiatives that we begin. Uh, and then we have things like the Employee Health Clinic uh, in partnership with Texas Health that, that allows any, any district employee or their dependents to go uh, for a nominal fee um, and, and be seen uh, for, for basic health care. And then can you tell me about the athlete training and health? 
Absolutely. Athlete Training Health Complex is also a new partnership uh, in, in conjunction with Texas Health Resource uh, to where they have provided us uh, with monthly memberships that we're able to uh, to provide to different employees uh, throughout the district. They also offer an employee-only um, Saturday uh, boot camp uh, that we've got a handful of employees are taking advantage of each and every day. And so that really uh, goes in conjunction with uh, the employee wellness aspect uh, that we're trying to trying to make sure that we offer for, for all of our employees. Now, Dr. Johnson, you're our assistant superintendent now, but when I first met you, you were actually principal of the largest high school in Texas. So I think you did some pretty interesting things over at Allen High School to get students in front of potential teachers. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I was very fortunate to be the principal at Allen High School and, and certainly I had the opportunity to to try some new things and have some some new, some new initiatives, but student voice has always been important to me as an educator. And uh, when I did move into administration and, and had interviews, I felt that it was very important for our students to be involved. At the high school, it's very easy, but even as a middle school principal, I was able to include uh, students at that point in time. But when someone would come to the campus to interview, uh, we had created a process to where the very first person that any potential applicant was going to meet was going to be an Allen High School student. Uh, and so we had student leaders uh, that went through training and learned how to ask questions and walk people on tours. And so they would take an applicant on a tour of the campus, highlighting the various areas across the campus, but all during that walk would ask questions uh, of the applicant and then provide feedback to the committee in terms of who they felt like would be an, an educator that would best connect with kids across the campus. And so it was always uh, very cool to see uh, who they selected and very rarely did they not pick uh, the top candidate uh, of the committee as well and so it was great to have their voice involved uh, we always tried to include as many juniors and sophomores as possible so that they could see the individuals they identified to be teachers uh, on campus the next year teaching their classes and so we really felt like that kind of helped uh, build that culture uh, of family uh, at Allen High School. Well that's neat because it's such an investment from the students in this new teacher if they got to be a part of the hiring process. Oh abs absolutely I think from a from an applicant standpoint I think it says a lot to them when they walk in the door and the first people they meet are students and then from a student standpoint uh, really feeling like you have a say and you're a part of a campus culture uh, it certainly did I mean and those kids are dedicated they're there in the summer mm -hmm. uh, they're there working several hours and so but we always appreciated uh, their, their participation in that process and certainly got the best applicants when they were involved. I would think so. So you mentioned community engagement a moment ago, and we know that that's a priority to continue to maintain the trust of the community that we serve as we try to be good stewards of their students and of their tax dollars. What are some of the things that the district is doing to continue those community partnerships and just build engagement with our community in general? You know, I think that um, <clears throat> you can't really answer this question without tying in the impact of the pandemic. Uh, that when we've caused ourselves to go into to isolation and, and yo-yoed ourselves in and out of that isolation, that we need to make sure that we stop and take a, a deep breath and recognize that there um, are some opportunities uh, in front of us that we may not have been actively pursuing. And so we've got great community partnerships. Our parents are great partners uh, at all of our campuses, and our businesses have always been great partners. But I think right now it's time for us to kind of go back out uh, and re-engage in that opportunity to begin to have uh, good conversations with our local businesses about about how it is they want to invest in our schools and for us to look at SOAR 2030 and figure out the best way uh, of what they want to do from a, from a business standpoint uh, is a benefit to the district. And so we've got some organizations, uh, we're about to create some 
really neat uh, employee engagement uh, opportunities uh, starting here over the next month or two. In fact, later this month, I think we're going to have um, an employee um, and family movie night at our PAC at, at Allen High School. It'll be free of charge for all of our employees, and that'll be the kickoff uh, of lots of different things that we're going to be able to do in partnership uh, with our community. And so we're looking forward to several businesses that have that have offered to sponsor each of these events and do some things for us across that. Uh, we always have sponsors that take care of us from an employee recognition standpoint and provide swag bags for our for our staff that we're recognizing. So one of the you know one of the aspects with SOAR 2030 um, that that I think is important is that we didn't we didn't convene these 200 people together um, and then develop this document uh, and the district go to work on that and the conversation in there and so what we've committed to uh, back in 2019 2020 was to to make sure that we were engaging in a continual conversation with those members about the progress that we've made. Uh, each year we give an annual update to our board uh, in April, uh, but however this May we're going to host uh, the first of our uh, reunion meetings, I suppose, with that entire SOAR 2030 committee and present them with some of the progress uh, that we've made, some of the celebrations that we have uh, from that, and then what's and then what's next for the district. And so we're excited about uh, getting the gang back together again and really engaging in that con conversation and celebrating the successes we've had uh, over the over the last few years. Thanks for listening to Allen Voices. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to download and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Or feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help us climb the charts so more people can find us. Do you have an idea for a story that you'd love to learn more about? Send us an email at publicinfo at allenisd.org. Until next time, we are Allen.